0: we could all do with a little bit more poetry in our lives. In this episode, I'll be exploring new research which has found that loggerhead sea turtles are able to detect hurricanes. Beneath mottled shells of dreary setting suns, We bury instruments in living sands, digital treasures to map the edges of existence, caressing your carapace as we wave you from our ships, deep-sea buoys to dredge the ocean of her tempestuous secrets. Back on land we watch as you coast the currents, tiny flecks of transmissions that light up our screens as they glide through gradients like sparrows mid-flight. Ears to the ground so that we might hear the satellite's echoes. Joining dots to paint your portrait on a cold and stormy night. You scatter before the storm, sailing clear of expectations. Our algorithmic patterns distorted by the laird meaning of your sunken homes. Drifting beneath its gaze, you steer ever northward. Charting a path to clear waters. As we surf unseen in your wake. This poem is inspired by research published in Movement Ecology, which has found that loggerhead sea turtles were able to detect and respond to a major hurricane in the northwest Atlantic Ocean. During the hurricane season, which runs from the beginning of June to the end of November, the oceanography in the Mid-Atlantic Bight, a coastal region in the northwest Atlantic Ocean on the east coast of the United States and running from Massachusetts to North Carolina, is often difficult to model because a cold pool of water forms beneath the warm surface layer of the ocean. For example the forecast for Hurricane Irene which occurred on the 28th of August 2011 predicted high wind speeds that would have kept it along its projected path but instead the cooled surface waters of the Mid-Atlantic Bight decreased the strength of the storm before it made landfall affecting its path and causing the storm to hit areas that were unprepared. In order to better account for the oceanography in the Mid-Atlantic Bight and other oceanic areas with stratified environments, more measurements are needed throughout the whole of the water column, a hypothetical cylinder of water extending from the surface to the bottom of the ocean. This is where sea turtles can help. In early June 2011, researchers placed satellite tags on 26 loggerhead sea turtles in the Mid-Atlantic Bight. Ocean temperature data recorded by the turtles' satellite tags are consistent with observations from weather buoys in the region and, depending on how many tags are deployed, data from these turtles can actually cover a far more extensive area than buoys and other traditional data sources. Just over two months after these turtles were tagged, Hurricane Irene passed over the region, with 18 of the tagged turtles directly in the path of the hurricane. Researchers were able to track changes in the turtles' behaviours and movements prior to, during and after the storm. Most of the turtles were observed to move northward during the hurricane, aligning themselves with the surface currents to potentially conserve energy. After the hurricane, longer dive durations were also observed for turtles that stayed in their pre-storm foraging areas, with some dives lasting an hour or more, compared to less than 30 minutes for a typical dive before the storm. Turtle behaviour did not return to pre-storm behaviour until at least two weeks after Hurricane Irene had passed, indicating that the turtles were severely affected by the storm. Furthermore, by providing more measurements of water temperatures throughout the water column, both prior to and during a storm, these tagged turtles could help improve oceanographic models and potentially lead to an improvement in hurricane forecasting over the region. Now that you've heard the science, Let me read the poem to you again. Beneath mottled shells of dreary setting suns, we bury instruments in living sands, digital treasures to map the edges of existence, caressing your carapace as we wave you from our ships, deep-sea buoys to dredge the ocean of her tempestuous secrets. Back on land we watch as you coast the currents, tiny flecks of transmissions that light up our screens as they glide through gradients like sparrows mid-flight. Ears to the ground so that we might hear the satellite's echoes, joining dots to paint your portrait on a cold and stormy night. You scatter before the storm, sailing clear of expectations, our algorithmic patterns distorted by the layered meaning of your sunken homes. Drifting beneath its gaze, you steer ever northward, charting a path to clear waters as we surf unseen in your wake. In this section of the podcast, I'd like to share a poem written by another poet on a topic related to the science that has been discussed so far. In this episode, I'll be reading Swimming with a Hundred-Year-Old Snapping Turtle by Freya Manfred. Freya Manfred is an American poet living in Minnesota. Her poetry collections include A Golden Rod Will Grow, published in 1975, Flesh and Blood, published in 2000, and Loon in Late November Water, published in 2008. Manfred's work has also appeared in more than 100 reviews in magazines and over 40 anthologies, and her various awards include a Harvard Radcliffe Fellow in Poetry Award, a National Endowment for the Arts Award, a Minnesota Poetry Award, and a Toza Foundation Award. Swimming with a Hundred-Year-Old Snapping Turtle by Freya Manfred I spy his head above the waves, big as a man's fist, black eyes peering at me, until he dives into darker, deeper water. Yesterday I saw him a foot from my outstretched hand, already tilting his great-domed shell away. Ribbons of green moss rippled behind him, grown along the ridge of his back and down his long reptilian tail. He swims in everything he knows, and what he knows is never forgotten. Wisely, he fears me as if I were the plague, which I am, sick, Unto death, swimming to heal myself in his primeval sea. Thank you for listening to The Poetry of Science. If you want to find out more about the scientific study featured in this episode, or read any of the poems in full, then please visit the show notes at scipoetry.podbean.com. That's scipoetry.podbean.com, where you can also find out how to get in touch with any questions or comments you might have. Thanks for listening.